We thank you one and all and wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. But a team of terrorists... You want money? What kind of terrorists are you? Who said we were terrorists? ...have their own holiday plans. And I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. But the one thing they didn't plan on was New York cop John McLean. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother... And you'll have it! They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm ordered a pizza? He's an easy guy to like. Welcome to the party, pal. And a hard man to kill. Die Hard. Welcome to Pulp Commentary. I'm Mike. I'm MB. And MB, what's merry, joyful, uh, snow-covered... Holiday classic. Yes, are we in for here this evening? Mike, we're in for the most beloved of all Christmas movies. The one for the whole family, unless you're under the age of 18, in which case I wouldn't suggest it, but it's it's a classic in the most unique, the most pure of terms. It is a movie of which has stood the test of time for many years now. It launched a franchise that, as like one film, is equally as good. Hmm. And a couple there, not bad. And then there's that one from last year that was horrible. Yeah. We're in for Die Hard. 40 stories of sheer holiday goodness. And Rickman just up the ass. And adventure. So we are paused. I have nothing to add. That was such a good opening you did. I, I, I got nothing now. I Look, Die Hard is a movie where whatever has been said has already been said. The, the fact that we're even doing a commentary for it is almost redundant, but we would be doing a disservice to ourselves if we did not commentate on this, especially for the holiday season. Are you saying we shouldn't even be here? We weren't even supposed to be here today. I was hoping you were going to go with a Die Hard reference, you know, when he's calling through the vent and whatever. Anyway, we are paused zero seconds in right before the old Tommy Fox logo. I'm going to count to three. After I say three, we're going to press play. We all ready? I mean, I am. I don't know about them. You guys ready? Tom, are you ready? See, there's going to be somebody named Tom listening to this. He's going to be like, oh, God, they're in my brain, and then he's going to kill himself. It's going to be all our faults, but we won't really take pity because we're we're watching Die Hard and we're having good times. Yeah, and what viral marketing for the podcast that would be. Anyway. Man shoots himself because of podcast. I knew this day would come. Greatest MB's news desk that ever was. All right, so I'm going to begin the count. One. No, 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 no. Before you do this, we need to do something. 
Make fists with your toes. Oh, yeah, that's all very important, everybody. Make fists with your toes, walk around. It helps with the commentary. It does. It helps. You'd be surprised. Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Heads up. <laughs> I know that's not in this movie, but I felt it was appropriate. You're just, you're in Elba mood, you know. We're always in Elba moods. All of us, all the time. Tell me if my playback's too loud, by the way. I don't hear it at all. Excellent. That means it's not. And I'm in good luck. Till the gunfire starts. <laughs> I have the weirdest... I have like a... Uh, fact-based closed captioning going on. I'm going to go ahead and change that. <laughs> Like how this is how it starts. Starts like the best episode of Moonlighting ever. All right, now I'm on actual subtitles. Have you ever seen an episode of Moonlighting? When I was a kid, that's that's it though. I don't remember have any memories of it. Seems odd now. Growing up with Bruce Willis being this big action star to his sitcom days. What do you think this character went on to do? I'm sure he would have been like the villain or the sidekick of like another McTiernan. Like, he was actually the planned villain for the second one. Then they had to give it to that other guy. Sadler? Hey. Damn it, McLean, stop being a pimp. With your teddy bear. I like how the Die Hard logo comes uh, under a dude's ass in the first film. Back when they didn't know what they had. <laughs> Based on the book, nothing lasts forever. See, he would be branded a terrorist for smoking in an airport today. With a teddy bear? Yeah. Ah, uh, Nakatomi Plaza. You've worked there. You know, it was it was a mostly positive experience. Benefits are not what do you expect. Now, it is weird that everyone who works for this company apparently looks like they just work for a, you know, really shitty office. They look like they all belong in a Macy's. Yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, we work, you know, for... The local FedEx Corporation. We do a lot of data entry. God, this guy. Ah, uh, Ellis, the greatest character in the history of cinema. The biggest dick that has ever dick. I like how he appears with his credit, too. He's like <laughs> the only guy who does that. That's just how good he was. Booby. 
still blew my mind the first time I watched this, and I was like, that's that's the guy who was a mask in the phantasm. <laughs> Sadly, there is not a scene of him laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I don't believe that actress would turn into Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I want a hunch, but that's just seems like a stretch. The truth in this movie has been destroyed for you. This movie is the most 80s thing. No telephono. Got a nickel for every time I've told you that. Solid nickel. Working as my housemaid. That's a hell of a backdrop. This is why everyone hates the 1%. They leave Bruce Willis. It's all Bonnie Bedelia's fault. Damn it, McLean, she's underage. It's all right, he's a cop. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but he's a cop. It's when he says when he murders and rapes people. Well, he's a cop, so yeah. Uh, Argyle, the second greatest character in all of cinema. This movie just has a bevy of greatest characters in all of cinema. Well, it has VHS. <laughs> I wish we had an Argyle. I wish we, we had a limo. No, I'm okay without a limo. Limo just seems like a lot of work to clean, because you're going to do stuff in the back, and that's just a lot of area to scrub. You could live in one. How decadent would that be in, like, a post-apocalyptic world? Like, when there's no more decadence in the world would be... Surviving inside of an old limousine count as decadent? I would say that would be the most decadent thing you could do. Outside of eating the last shark. <sighs> eating the last shark. That is decadent and a dick move. I like it. I mean, think about it. You're eating the last shark in existence. You're making an entire species extinct. 
You think if the world ended, I like how we're having this conversation while Die Hard's playing. If the world ended and you found out that there was one left of every animal, yeah, would it become your life's quest? Because the you know the, the human race is going to stop at this point to eat as many animals. Of the one, yeah, of the yeah. one animals. Yes, I would be feeling as if. I'd be failing as a human being if I didn't try to pull that off because what do I have to lose at this point? Exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would, I would target the ostrich. The ostrich like, is fucking going down. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Nobody thinks of the ostrich first. Like they think of the chicken and the, the cow. Nobody thinks of the ostrich. All right. First one I would go for, out of all the animals, parrot. Just wow. for the joke. A joke that you can't even share with anyone, so... No, and do you think other humans who are also alive will learn of your quest and then... Well, is this like a widespread thing? I mean, widespread in what way? Like, does everybody know that there's only one of every animal? Um, let's say you've discovered it, but other people discover your quests, and through that discover there's only one left of every animal. Well, then I would just be a target myself. But would, I, I think, would it be a race, though? Other people try to compete with you? I think it'd be a combination. Like, other people would try and compete for, like... People would go after the hippopotamus. I'd get there just a split hair too late. I mean, that would have fed me for an entire year. No, nah, I think I'd still only take one bite out of it. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the decadent move, but I mean, this is this is life and death. Yeah, I know. That's how extra decadent it would be. <laughs> so you get there, you kill it. You take one bite out of it, and you go, I'm done. Then you go off, and then I get there, and I'm like, well, you, you already took a bite out of it. I don't want his germs. So I just go on to the next continent. Yeah. And that's why we should be killed immediately if anything, you know, that ruins the world happens. Yeah, if anything, like, remotely bad even happens, first thing that should happen, someone should just come and shoot us both. Because we will do something insanely stupid. Endangering the human race. And we'll be trying to be decadent, so it'll make it even worse. We'll be the Ellis of the story, just to bring it all back around to Die Hard. Speaking of Die Hard, this is the best and worst-looking Christmas party ever. Despite this being in the 80s, this is very 90s. Fucking white people. I just like how the classical music has to be there for Christmas. Once again, the 1%. <laughs> Damn it, John, you're an alcoholic. Oh, I see the black butler. <laughs> Those racist Nakatomis. 
I like you having a kiss like that in New York. <laughs> this guy also created Godzilla just for me to make a really racist joke. That's well, I mean, what else does Nakatomi Plaza do, to be fair? We're never actually told what they do. Um, numbers and shit. I was just making a call into the powder. <laughs> How are you doing, cocaine? <laughs> I heard you had a rough couple weeks. Just checking in. Can I do anything to make your life transition easier? I know the move was hard on you. I know you lost the kids in the divorce. Like, God damn it, Ellis, just snort the <laughs> fucking cocaine already. God damn. <laughs> You can't, you do this fucking little sketch every single line. It's tiresome. Everyone in the office already knows, man. Oh, yeah. You're, you also say cocaine every time. It's like, you're, you're not, you really think you're hiding it by saying it? Go fuck yourself, Ellis. Just do the goddamn drugs and get back to work. It's noon, for Christ's sake. We all want to go home at some point. It's not lunch hour. You have 30 goddamn minutes. It's a Rolex. Meanwhile, in the terrorist mobile. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Rickman. 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 Yes. Hey, look, McLean's tattoo he only ever has in this movie. There's a deleted scene of Hans surgically removing it. Hey, she's going to let him see his kids. What do you think Ellis is doing right now? That? <laughs> it's with the blow-up doll, though. Listen, cocaine. <laughs> I know it's your first time. I'm gonna be completely gentle. <laughs> like Mr. Takagi's in the room with him. Like Jesus Christ, Alice. We know you have a problem. You're not hiding anything. 
I don't know what fucking ruse you go through in your in your mind to make this drug taking thing more exciting for you, but it's fucking weird and it's creeping everybody out. So can you please stop making the cocaine into a living thing that you try to make feel good about itself before you snort and get really goddamn high? Why we don't fire you, I don't understand. But just just get out, Ellis. Get the fuck out. Cocaine. <laughs> We're gonna have to find another. Get the fuck out, Alice. Also, <laughs> we started doing that in front of Gruber. I just shot him. He doesn't even get his actual coke. Meanwhile, on reused footage. Rickman. <laughs> Rickman. God, that hair. You know, you'd think they would have better security for a big corporation. Yeah, with the, all their stuff that they do. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of stuff up there. And a Rolex. These are the best movie terrorists. <laughs> He's the third greatest character in all of cinema. No, 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 no. You're forgetting about Al Powell. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's the fourth best. With his sweater. It's so weird that this guy has an arc. I don't know, it seemed like he was waiting for those bullets. He was in on it. Just a part of the conspiracy. Boom, Hans Gruber. I like to make big entrances. <laughs> Did you know I was a theater actor before this? <laughs> That's really true. Like, he was a theater actor, and they just, McTiernan decided to cast him in his yeah. movie role. I think like Joel Silver saw him in, like, a play. Even And even then, it's like, he wasn't a theater actor for that long. Rickman just decided to, like, into middle age, decide, like, I'm going to be an actor now. Decided to be an actor, then immediately got diehard. I've decided to take this journey. Al Rickman's an amazing man. Yes, he is. like the Neil Gaiman of actors. It really is. And it's... he can play Gaiman. That's a weird thing. Could you imagine him playing Gaiman? Why does he talk so slow? 
What's his fascination with having things in his coat? <laughs> Why does he have bees? Yeah, Mads was our second choice. <laughs> <laughs> eh, Mads, Rickman, all the same. What nationality is Alan Rickman? British. British. So he's just like super, super British. Oh, yeah. He's one of those guys who are so British, they don't even sound British anymore. Yeah. That is a Aryan-looking motherfucker. <laughs> who really needs some foot deodorant. Funny thing is, I don't think any of these actors are actually German, but they found the most Aryan-looking bastards ever. Once again, I don't get what this company does. I told you they manufacture Godzilla. What do they do between the films, though? I mean, there are only so many Godzillas. Uh, well, you got you got your God, you got your Gojira, yeah. and you got your Godzilla. Uh, they kind of came back after the first one was killed. We'll see. We'll see, do they make the other monsters? Uh, I, hold on. Then he got your Mecha Godzilla. Okay. Well, that at least makes sense. And after that, they got into the robot-making business. And then, of course, you know, King Ghidorah becomes a robot at one point. They got, uh, you know, they got a retrofit King Ghidorah. And you got spaceships, you got battleships. You know, then you get into that business, you're all over the place. Then who the hell do you think made the uh, the Megazords? Nakatomi. I just want to see how racist you can go with this. Uh, pretty goddamn racist if you want me to. <laughs> I mean, things went I, racist very I, quickly, so. <laughs> you know, you could have just waited. That guy is a mega dick. Mac. So what do you think Argyle did with the teddy bear? Like you even have to ask. This is how I want to take over a building. Now remember... We are still going to give to the donation box. <laughs> Be courteous. It is the holidays. Get your shoes. Get your shoes. For the love of God, John, get your shoes. John, you're really going to regret it. Get your goddamn shoes. Get your shoes. John, I've seen the rest of the movie. Hey, boobs. You're gonna want your shoes. Cocaine. <laughs> Alice, stop talking to other people. Nelson's is just so high, he's traveling through time at this point. Listen, we're gonna be fine.
He didn't even listen to us. Uh, damn it, John McClane. Why are you a street tough cop who doesn't play by the rules? <laughs> Stay calm, cocaine. Everything's going to be okay. Hide in my nose. You're going to be safe in there. I wish I had a big table with blueprints on it. I love his little handbook. It's the greatest terrorist ever. I drew Dixon here just to amuse myself. I don't know, it's like, I would go with the one Japanese guy in there. There are two Japanese guys. Oh, there are? Well, fuck me, then. My racism knows no bounds. Oh, you're right. It's the first time I've ever seen this film. Dear God. Hey, I'm not Japanese, man. You notice? <laughs> Can you believe this guy, cocaine? <laughs> Can you believe just how fucking racist he is? He doesn't like her hair. The computer room. Oh, he's leaving. Go back and get your shoes, man. Oh, this is the closest to a Batman film. Just at in general. Time. Well, at the time. This came out a year, for, year before Batman, right? I like yeah, like a year or two, maybe. Let me double check my words here. McTiernan would have made an amazing Batman film in the 80s. God, he would have. Oh, Die Hard was 88. So a year before. But McLean is so Batman, like fucking figuring out the layout of the building and shit, and dude's got the use of his shoes. Dude's got prep time on his hands. And Alan Rickman is just the British Lex Luthor. 
It really is. So Nak the uh, Nakatomi Corporation creates little replicas of things. Which makes them creating Godzilla really ironic. You thought you could make something big, but you took it too far. I'll probably read Forbes. I don't know why, but the idea of Alan Rickman reading scripted lines is amusing to me. (laughs) (laughs) He memorized shit. It doesn't seem natural. (laughs) Sort of fill in the blanks questions. Well, that inbuilt computer. This is actually a sci-fi film back in the 80s. I'm pretty sure that computer couldn't exist back in the 80s, so yeah. It actually takes place in the same universe as Blade Runner. That's what, (laughs) that's what Nakatomi Plaza makes, replicants. There's actually a frozen Harrison Ford down there right now. Actually, they used uh, the DNA of some of these Aryan dudes to create Roy Batty. I could see that. That shit's canon now. I don't care what anybody says. Wait till those uh, fucking stone warriors behind them come to life and start attacking. Like, wow, what a turn this movie made. <sighs> Brennan Fraser fucking comes flying through a window. Oh! God, John McClane and Brendan Fraser teaming up to battle wooden samurai men. Wooden samurai men. A new comic from Dynamite. I was going to go with Lavenge's sixth and final album. You could have stopped him, John. You did nothing. The miniatures moved! Beetlejuice is dancing on the bridge. 
thought I heard called Ziva. Where do you keep that giant lizard? I am a fan of his films. <laughs> I like how he's Red Skull now. He is basically just Red Skull. It's a German name. I like how that's what makes Red Skull Red Skull. German name. Weird thing is, he did hear the shots, he just didn't care. Argyle's actually in on it. He's the mastermind. Everybody's in on it. Hans actually answers to Argyle. Hans is, uh, Argyle is actually Peter Gruber from Die Hard with a Vengeance. He just got plastic surgery and became Jeremy Irons. You can't say that's not what happened. Prove me wrong. We never saw Ar- Argyle get... De- we never seen Argyle again, did we? What do you think that was? What do you think what was? Why they didn't bring Argyle back? Uh, bullshit. That's what I say. I'm, yeah, still, waiting for him. I'm still waiting for him to come back. I'm trying to think of any ridiculous superhero artifact to be being kept in there right now. Tesseract. No, something more ridiculous. The Infinity Gauntlet? No, no, no. Too mainstream. The Mother Box. Wow. I like it. Maybe too important, though. Um. Hellboy's Fist. Nah, he needs that. Unless we're going off the continuity where he's dead. Well, you got me there. I've got it. The Weather Wizard Staff. Hans Gruber wants to control the storms. I like it. Wait, hold on. Inside that vault is the frozen body of Metamorpho. Hans Gruber is Simon Stagg. Oh, what's going on in Die Hard again? Oh, yeah, this. I got I got sidetracked by comic books. Let's face it, it was Willis on that tank top. That dude walks like an Aryan dude. He's wearing sweatpants, so. Nazi bastard.
Oh. I know the German in this movie is, like, incorrect, so it is... It, it, they should just be saying, da. Reich, 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 Reich. It is the power tool. It is the one that betrays us. <laughs> Why is he high? I'll just say you got a little hit of an Ellis head. Way to go, John. You broke your one rule. I do think this is, I think somewhere like off to the side, Batman is battling the Joker right now, so. And look at this building. Once again, he was Batman before Batman. Even down to accidentally killing people. Well, I mean. Sure, accidentally. Accidentally. Let's not drag him into the bad portion of, you know, Batman's personality where he accidentally kills people. Psychotic bastard. At least John has his shit together. And Bruce Willis would have made an amazing superhero back in the day. Just the Punisher. I wish I could operate a big drill and break into a vault. You just want metamorpho that badly. <laughs> no one has ever said that before. No one ever will. Make me metamorpho again. See, Batman would just be laughing over his corpse right now. He did light the body of flame. Then Jim Gordon walk in. Batman, what happened here? He fell. You know, I get that it smells bad, but it's better than no shoes. <sighs> Stuff your feet into them, John. Like you do with your sister. Wow. I don't know if I care for that joke. Racist is one thing, but... <laughs> then the door is closed and slice them in half. Damn. What do you think John's sister is like? I'm sure we'll meet her in the next movie and she'll have, like, cyborg arms or something. They just go with Jason X with the whole franchise. <laughs> Got John McClane fighting a dude in space while they crash into the sun. 
And there's a giant spider. I know how I want the franchise to end. <laughs> well, everything needs to go to space eventually. Fabio. Ellis is so goddamn high. Listen, it says now I have a machine gun too. Ellis, just do your goddamn coke. It's an emergency. Is this how you get off, Ellis? They're just making up words. <laughs> and he was killed by Batman. Luckily, unfortunately, his sweat wipes all of that off, so. I'm gonna have a tattoo of that list on my arm. That'd be awesome. The most obscure reference of all time. <laughs> Elevator criticism. He dies and the movie's over. The Phantom he... dives down. For some reason, my mind immediately went to Dark Man, despite the fact you said Phantom. I've learned to live with a lot of things, motherfucker. John, I know you're a man, but come on. <laughs> Save the boobs for later. Never. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't even been told yet. They just all they told him was the fact they just they didn't have any they didn't have any bottled water. I'm sorry, there's only tap. No. I'm just too German for this. Oh, Ellis is just high, making no sense. He's actually talking to a houseplant. <laughs> like, I really don't understand Ellis's point of view here. He's gonna fuck all of this up, man. Like, they may even share the money with us. You don't know. They could have more cocaine. Like, they, they gonna have coke? <sighs> he just passes out. <laughs> Like, when they bring him the soda later, that's not actually what he meant. <laughs> this is not the coke I was talking about, guys. Oh, it's Bubby. Like, I, need, I need a fucking energy boost. I'm dying over here, man. I mean, look at these nostrils. These are, these are dry nostrils, man. 
wouldn't mind a pizza right now. Be fair, none of us would ever mind a pizza. Pizza is like the universal language. I love when guns snap into place in movies. Fucking sound effect and shit. Spectacular. And he dies. Oh. <laughs> oh. Carl Winslow, year one. <laughs> like, I do think he went into witness protection and changed his name, and that's where Family Matters came from. My wife, Harriet. <laughs> We're going to name him Little Eddie. <laughs> as long as that Steve kid don't come around. Uh, if only John McClane showed up on an episode of Family Matters. Him and Urkel teamed up, and Urkel used his science to get them out of a jam with terrorists. In the end, they all... Learned a lesson about, you know, how to face your fears. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the 80s action movie. Oh, this guy's the jaws of this movie. Carl, the heavy. This is for the bottle <laughs> And to a lesser extent, my brother. Oh, let's face it, you did me a favor there. More bottled water for me. Once again, best Christmas movie ever made. I can feel the cheer. It's Christmas time. Just not resting on an open fire. <laughs> I mean, this is what it's all about. Gunfights. Exactly. It's something more pure and, and more American than that, frankly. If you hate Die Hard, you hate America. Freedom, guys. Freedom. And cocaine. So much cocaine.
he's looking for more centerfolds. So it keeps him going. What do you think we would do in this situation? I know what you would do. Kill myself? Yeah. I mean, you're not like, far like, off. Like, immediately. Like, you would just... You would wrestle one of the guns out of their hands, put it to your own mouth. Like, you would succeed in overpowering one of them, <laughs> and then just kill yourself. <laughs> Which I like to think I would freak them out by that action so much that they would just leave. <laughs> and I'd save the day. I mean, it's he's a, he's a, he's a weird hero, but he's a hero. Hero? Question mark. <laughs> Car, they have bottled water. I found some. Now come down here. You can set the table back up. Yeah, this would have all been solved if he had just listened and gotten his shoes. <sighs> also, if he had just used those superpowers that he has. That doesn't occur to him until way later. Yeah. Not until he's in Russia and fighting an attack helicopter one-on-one. The only way that movie makes sense. <laughs> and he dies. Oh. You know, at this point, I just think he should, because he's having a lot of close calls. Too many. This actually, be, this actually crosses over with the Final Destination films eventually. Death comes for him because he's avoided them too much. Like, Tony Todd is pissed. <laughs> what, John's doing cocaine now? God, if only. Mine precious Nestle. And he's dead. What do you think this movie would look like if it was made today? CGI guns. <sighs> Probably. Everything would be overly shot. And... It'd be in 3D, so it'd be, have a really terrible conversion. Can you imagine Michael Bay's Die Hard? 
Like, John's actually draped an American flag right now. It's Channing Tatum. God, I just threw up in my mouth. Hans Gruber's a really bad stereotype. Like, super over-the-top. Like, he's wearing a Nazi uniform. I'm not against seeing Hans Gruber in a Nazi uniform, just for the visual joke. Well, it wouldn't be Rickman, so... Uh, who'd it be? Uh, John Turturro, because, let's face it. Uh, you're right, it would be. Or John Turturro. But seriously, you stole my story. That's a secret window reference. Wow, that's just racist. It's racist against the handicapped. I feel like the guard at the front desk really has the best job out of all the terrorists. Yeah. He gets to watch TV. Like, look at all this running these other guys have to do. I couldn't do that. Nah. Think he ever got that fifty bucks? You think he really did have fifty bucks? I could see them making bets. Everybody's just freaking out over the bottle of water. They found some. They found some. John just throws a chair at a window. Man, what Harriet hears about this, I swear. I do like the idea of uh, Carl Winslow talking about the time he murdered a child. Just so Steve will stay away from Hillary. <laughs> now, Steve, I don't want to see you become one of those children. One of those kids. I've done it once. I'll do it again. My soul's already damned to hell. This guy belongs in, like, Scarface. Yeah, this dude is, like... This is an Italian, not a German. (laughs) Uh, they just went for Europe. 
you think Family Matters only exists because they saw this movie? Yes. And Ghostbusters, where he also played a cop. Like, they're all connected. That's what... He's like the uh, the Thanos. I was going to go with Nick Fury, but I like Thanos better. Uh, I like the so. idea of Al Powell just raising his fist and it having the Infinity Gauntlet on it. But it's made of Twinkies. I will bathe the starways in your blood, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you win the commentary. Oh, hey. This dude. Alexander Knox's cousin. Also in, con- also in continuity with Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, this dude was in Ghostbusters, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Pretty sure it's the same actor. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Could look it up, just don't care that much. Either way, he looks a lot like that dude. You're it's not the, the one we're talking about. It's the same character anyway. The Batman has a talent for distraction. <laughs> oh, God. Alan Rickman as Bane. You'd be able to understand a word he goddamn says. It'd be incredible. I want to try that right now. No, it doesn't work. Well, Alan Rickman already sounds like he's wearing a Bane mask, so... Impossible. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. I have to say, doing a Rickman impression is hard because it fluctuates like with every word. Are you Batman? Perhaps you're another one of those meddling superheroes. Which is it, Martian Manhunter? The Flash. Jesse Quick. Steel. Grifter. That's when the that's when he loses the audience when he starts talking about Grifter. Are you a member of the Wildcats? Nope, he's on the line. Me. I was going to name uh, members of Ultra Force, but I couldn't remember any of them.
Damn it, Walter Peck. All of them just mean mugging each other with no words. In Bay's version, this would be a comedy bit with Andrew Anderson. <sighs> and there'd be a Transformer. Bumblebee still wouldn't talk. Though, I'm not against Megan Fox as Carl. Because that would be hot. Can you imagine Peter Cullen as Hans Gruber? God, that'd be incredible. And father of three. Now, they're best friends. He's the Jim Gordon to McLean's Batman. So he even has his own fucking alternate identity. He puts on a cowl that's looks like Bruce Willis's face. <laughs> God, how terrifying would that be? It's older Bruce Willis too, so he's bald. Oh God. I don't like this joke anymore. I don't want to be here.
Uh, white people are so evil in this film. MB. Yes. Talk. Dead air. I'm sorry, it's die hard, man. <laughs> Sometimes you just get roped in. I used to have one of those TVs. Did you used to have one of those things? Uh, never, not really. And it was from the fucking 80s, too. It was amazing. It was completely useless. <laughs> well, you didn't have the same resources as Hans Gruber. Especially not in the 80s when you were one. It is amusing that Hans Gruber brought a portable TV with him. Decadent bastard. He has his finger on the pulse of pop culture. I mean, he reads Forbes. I like how he's a reasonable man. He was loving that chair. Director, Corporate Affairs. Creator, Godzilla. <sighs> Century City. Not doing it. poppers. <laughs> He wants to accept the entire bear into him. That's horrifying. <laughs> the bear does appear to be larger than him, so yeah, that is pretty goddamn horrifying. Argyle's a small dude, so... That's why I was expecting him to be like the Catwoman of the story. Like, goes in all stealth-like, like a goddamn ninja. Starts breaking people's necks and shit. God, white people are just... The worst people ever. Oh, the McLean signal is lighting. It's just two bloody feet. <laughs> he gets into a car made entirely of... just spare parts and... Wooden tables. It's a McLean mobile. 
<laughs> it runs on whiskey. Oh, Theo. Your moment to shine. Where did the Huskville family go so wrong? <laughs> don't answer that. For the love of God, don't answer that. Okay. I was gonna. I know. He's going to ram into that building. I don't know. He's not. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> it's just Argyle going back and forth, not sure how to ram things. <laughs> the police are that incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see hey. what makes you want candy. Crunch bars right there. And peanuts. God. Oh, Forbes magazines. Hey. And personal invest. Damn it, Argyle, do something. We tried the hotline, sir. McLean is answering. The so this drama is, of Argyle. And that bear. This is when Argyle tears the bear apart, making it into armor. She puts on as like an exosuit. Exosuit. He fucking marches in there, he's gonna kick ass, and he's immediately shot because he's wearing a goddamn stuffed bear. What a fool you are, Argyle, you're a goddamn fool! Anyway. <laughs> that was my flight of fancy. I just can't believe how quickly you turned on Argyle. I mean, <laughs> wow. At least he was trying, man. I know it's a teddy bear, but still. Theo is my hero now. And you're sure I can't make the joke? Look, it's just, it's too far. Okay. There'll be other movies. When we do Ghost Dad. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it would just be nothing but that. Oh, God. Oh, God, I just realized he's in Meteor Man, too. God, he is. It's ruined for me. I think they're going to send in the car. Ah, they're going to send in the car. Oh, there's the car. I really, I've always wanted to say that dramatically into something. <laughs> 
and then have a giant car roll up. I couldn't Batman fucking say that in Batman Begins. I've got to get me one of those. <laughs> See, once again, if this was Batman, he would have ran over everyone. To be fair, I wouldn't have blamed him. These are pretty lousy cuffs. That's how he has to protect everyone. <laughs> Did that dude just say lube job? Yes. I'll find a nickel for every time I've been holding a rocket launcher in my arms yelling lube job. I'd be so rich. Theo is just like the oracle of this operation. He is. He's got all the angles covered. And he has nice tits. I went too far, didn't I? Not far enough. God, there's just so many manly sounds going on. It's incredible. I've never seen you so enamored with sound design. <laughs> the sound design of this movie makes my dick hard. Confessions by Mike Napier. <laughs> like, I want to have sex with a chick while watching Die Hard. <laughs> the ultimate aphrodisiac. <laughs> And just like that, an RV blew up. Mr. Cowboy. If I didn't His name is Roy. <laughs> Mr. Cowboy is his slave name. In case of terrorists, break glass. No, not the car. There were children in there. I mean, sure, everyone thought it was kind of a weird idea to load up the SWAT car with children. But, you know, we, we, we trusted everyone. Operation Lollipop was a failure. That was well done, my friend. That was well done. <laughs> no, not the computer. Jesus, that was one exploded computer. That's what happens when you use a Mac back in the 80s. <sighs> Fucking Apple. Steve Jobs was a terrorist. <laughs> it's Sorrel. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, no, it's just Hans getting coffee. She looks so bored. She looks like Nancy Allen, doesn't she? She does. That's what I always think of. Maybe this is what she did, you know, after RoboCop. Like, maybe Ann Lewis got fired. At least she's not in Detroit anymore. Yeah, the building's fine. Dwayne T. Robinson. What's the T stand for, man? I was trying to think of something funny, but nothing came to mind. Shut up, Argyle. Ran the building already. And we're going to really do your corpse up nice when you're dead. You're going to have such a funeral. Listen, I know you're scared. Okay. <sighs> Ellis isn't going to be in the movie much longer, is he? Well, I still got the ghost of Ellis. True, he did, some of his soul did get transferred to the cocaine, which helps. This is the Harvey Dent of the Die Hard Batman. That's why he calls himself the White Knight. This guy, Hark Bachner is one of the greatest things that has ever existed. <laughs> I don't hear it. His dad was in the Sinatra movie, The Detective. Um, which was, which, which is based on the book, The Detective, and its sequel, Nothing Lasts Forever, is what Die Hard is based on. That's a little weird piece of connectivity there. So in a way, he's the entire reason this was made. Yeah. Sperm and blood, man. Sperm and blood. This <laughs> is all because of Ellis. God bless you, Ellis. God bless you. Al, you have a problem. 
You think Sean was in there and trying to improve the building with the blueprints? I always wanted to be an architect. No, that never happens because you guys still get divorced and then you just ignore Al forever. Except that one scene in Die Hard 2. I prefer Cowboy. <laughs> Mr. Cowboy to you. I've always been amused, though, that Ellis was still a good enough guy to not give Holly away. I assume just because he was too high. Well, let's face it, he wanted some of that. And by that, I mean her stash of cocaine. Because that's literally all that's, that powers his character. He just powers down without it. Like three hours without a snort, he just he just passes out. No. <laughs> like his heart exploded three years prior to this. He is just running on pure cocaine. He actually, he actually has an arc reactor in his chest that keeps cocaine flowing through a system. He is Iron Coke. <laughs> Iron Coke. What do you think they do with Han with Ellis's corpse? Snorted it. They put it in the Smithsonian. I would snort it. To be perfectly fair, we don't see his corpse. They snort Maybe. it. Maybe. Maybe he just shot up the wall. Because that is true. Ellis, is be Ellis is behind all this. Oh God, he's the one who created. He was the real villain of Die Hard with a Vengeance. Just behind the scenes. He he's he's past Jeremy Irons. He's the next one.
And frankly, I'm a little bit gay for him. Have you seen his muscles? You haven't even seen them, Al. Shut the fuck up. In my eyes, I, I have. He's dreaming. I don't know why he has an accent now, but makes sense to me. Can Alan Rickman just like read the telephone book? I want to be, I want like an Alan Rickman alarm clock where like he goes off in the morning and it tells you, you know, it's a good morning. It's time to get up now. He tells you the weather, you know, what the temperature is weather, temperature, you know, asks you if you decide what's for breakfast yet. What are you in the mood for, for the first meal to start your day? And, and I want your, Alan Rickman to do what that. your plan, what your plan is. You know, he says, you know, I hope you slept well. I like how he reads time. He's just a magazine aficionado. <laughs> He's like, a that's, big... what he wa- that's what he wants with all the money. He wants to start Hans. The magazines end all magazines. White people are just the worst. <laughs> Do you think if we took over a building, we would be the successful? Uh, we'd probably be shot in the head, like, the minute we walked into the front door. Well. Like, they could tell what we were trying to do, and... It just, it was justifiable homicide. Well, you know what? I'm still for it because at least we went out trying to accomplish something new in life. My question is, would we employ Aryan Germans? Oh, yeah. What the fuck else would we do? Well, then we might stand more of a chance. We wouldn't get as far as Hans still, but we're, we'd have like a good 10 minutes. Yeah, that's what it is. I want that book. That's a great fucking title. Commentator, commentary. Commentary, commentator. <laughs> See, that's just a fake. He's just faking. He's limping. Put ketchup on his forehead. I miss Ellis. Listen, cocaine. I'm in a better place now. God damn it, Ellis, you're a fucking ghost. You can't even snort cocaine anymore. 
Go on without me, cocaine. He can get through this. This guy's the real villain of the movie. The man. Damn it, Davy. James Bond isn't here for you to menace. Could you imagine Timothy Dalton versus Alan Rickman? That would be that would have been awesome. Just them out swabbing one another. They'd be in a gritty reboot of The Prince and the Proper. <laughs> Best American accent ever. Why hasn't more people made Rickman do his American accent? This is the greatest scene in cinema history. I love Hans and John just hanging out. Smoking a J. Best FBI guys ever. God, Agent Cooper comes in. <laughs> Diane, Nakatomi Plaza has been taken over by international terrorists. I believe the perpetrator is named Hans Gruber. Hans is a German name. This is not the first time I've come across a gentleman with that same nationality. Diane, this adventure proves to be 440 <laughs> stories of sheer adventure. <laughs> that is the exact measurements of that level of adventure.
clay. And then they hug. But do you think that any, there's any slash fiction based around the scene of, and they just start fucking? You just know there is. God, I would kill to see that. I love how Rickman's about to be in an action scene. It's also weird to think this is Bruce Willis's first action movie. He was still doing Moonlighting at the time. Like, this is also new for everyone. <laughs> they pulled it off. I don't know if the accent was that good, Bruce. I love him deducing shit like Batman. You don't have to yell, McLean. God damn. You know what you should have done, John? You should have taken his shoes. <laughs> oh, the computer room. The room of the future. This movie was designed to be a video game. <laughs> this was actually the first FPS. They actually did make a video game for this. It's terrible. I've seen gameplay from that. It looks ridiculous. The NES was a weird period for video games. Go on, Carl. Shoot the glass. There you go, Carl. That's a good boy, Carl. Does this mean I finally get my photo? I told you, Carl, we only have tap. No! Stepping <laughs> over tables again. So, where did they put the corpse of his brother? They ate it. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Germans. They're silly they, cannibalism. They ate that corpse. They snorted Ellis. God, they're 
all high on Ellis. <laughs> he just throws Hans out a window. <laughs> <laughs> Hans is back, motherfuckers. I was promised Schnitzer. Where's the Schnitzer? I'm gonna go smoke more of Ellis. Hello, Ellis. Like, oh god, he's infected Carl. This is the most painful looking scene in all of movies. But it's the most die hard thing ever. I think in like some one some foreign country the name of this like die hard like uh translated to like he is hard to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the title of a movie. I mean, it fits. No, I think it's like, he is difficult to kill. So it's the whitest possible title? Yes. Which I think they should have, you know, Die Hard 8, Difficulty to Murder. I think it would be good. Die Hard 9, slight problem with terminating. (laughs) Die Hard 10 Death at a slow pace In parentheses With a large chance of survival (laughs) (laughs) With a large chance of survival I don't even know how that's a joke But I like it Police brutality. I didn't call an ambulance. I ate him. I'm not actually a cop anymore. I ask myself, why, Steve? Why? In that case, he killed Steve. This is actually the sequel to Family Matters. The ironic thing is, uh, since he's black, he was actually put in jail for killing that kid. Yeah, that's the one thing missing from these cases, isn't it? (laughs) By the way, Mike, no, you cannot make that joke. Oh. I was looking to make a little bit of one. His name's Theo. What do you want from me? Look, I... 
It's just too much. There are limits, man. I like how this infers that Hans never told any of them his plan. Well, he's a dick. These guys aren't even from the FBI, are they? They just walked on to the the scene. They just they have toy badges. They're they're just they're Ellis's like two college friends. They think this is all some elaborate prank. That Ellis is playing at the Christmas party. <laughs> My subtitles just said female computerized voice. Oh, shit. Here it comes. Metamorpho. Moment of ultimate victory. Open up Blanca's in there tied to a chair. Twitching. God, Hans is just hard. Yes, we open the vault. I can. If only Hans donned the samurai armor at some point, that'd be incredible. <laughs> That's how the third act goes. Yields <laughs> a katana to her throat. Helicopters right up the ass. God, Davy's face is just not even real. Hamburger. It's like he's made of granite. all just one day be able to dramatically open a vault? I really hope so. I feel like that's where our life has been heading for quite some time. Like, not necessarily take anything inside, just... I just want to, I want to open it and pretend I am. Right? Alright. I still feel like we should have a Theo there. Well, we should have a Theo in every life situation.
Damn, he's a sexy motherfucker. I didn't know what else to say. I'm sorry. Look at that chest. I think he's bald now. I guess he was practically bald then, too. You know, I refuse to buy the Blu-ray collection because it has bald Willis on there. That's not how I remember John McClane. Uh, you know, it's sad that John's still going to fuck this up eventually. Yeah. They got one good night out of it. Yeah. He got so late after this, I mean. He at least got anal. Like, do you think he got anal? He had to. It'd be really disappointing if he didn't get anal. I mean, if he went through all that, I'd give it to him. I mean, I'd let Bruce Willis fuck me in the ass for, uh, free. I'm saying, I'm putting it out there. I'd hold out for at least a little cash. Well, here's my question. Could you then sell your story at the time you got fucked in the ass by Bruce Willis? Because then you're even getting more money. Oh, that's true. You got book deals, magazine interviews, maybe a movie of the week. Just imagine the book being titled Willis and Me, Me and Willis. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can at least put your shirt back on, man. How much blood do you think he's lost by now? I think the glass alone like took out at least a gallon. Movie here was used to bleed a shit ton. Those were the days. Eh. Remember how fucked up rigs would be by the end of a Lethal Weapon movie back then? Even the Arnold and Stallone movies where they were superhumans, they'd still bleed to death, practically. I mean, God, Dutch almost died in Predator several times. <laughs> the only one who never did? Danny Glover in Predator 2. Yeah, he actually turned out pretty good. If I had a nickel every time I got into a fist fight with a German man whose brother I killed, I mean. Yeah, that does happen. That, that has happened to you a lot. I'm a little concerned. I'd have roughly like 17 nickels. That, that's a lot. 
That, that, that's, that's, that's a lot. All happenstance. All happenstance. Yeah, sure, Batman. Wait. Wait. This means something. I haven't figured it out yet. He sits in there for another three and a half hours trying to figure this shit out. Everyone just sneaks away quietly. It's coming to me. <laughs> Wait, no, I lost it. Give me another hit of Ellis. Going to snort you now, Ellis. <laughs> God, I've been kicked in the face by so many German brothers <laughs> I've killed. And all, and they've all been finished off by Reginald Vell Johnson. That's the fucked up thing. He's a nice guy. They have a term. Gunships that make me happy. This movie teaches us that authority figures are just horrible people. Yeah. I mean, real life does too, but that's beside the point. No, yeah, no. Let's not bring it down. I mean, Theo's back on the screen for Christ's sake. No, don't make the joke. They're killing me, man. Eh, I can't get any better than Ghost Dad anyway. God damn it, John. Stop bleeding. You have HIV. You're infecting everyone. God damn it, Holly, stop showing so much cleavage. It's not the situation to be showing cleavage on, I'm sorry. She's just she's just a whore, isn't she? <laughs> I get a nickel for every time I've had a German in a headlock with whose brother I've killed, which I've then wrapped in chains. Carl, no! He'll never get his bottled water. That's certainly the last of him. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to see him. He's not going to dramatically rise up or anything. No. What is Argyle doing this entire time? 
jerking off. This makes me want to ride in a helicopter. This makes you want to um, ride in a gunship and kill people. Wait, no. I didn't mean to say that out loud. That crunch bar was that dude's last meal. How terrifying would it be to be on a rooftop in a terrorist situation where a guy with no shirt on covered in blood runs up and just starts screaming at you? And it's Bruce Willis. I would just jump off. <laughs> just fucking jump off. Single file, get down the goddamn stairs. Oh, you can see his, uh, his rubber feet. <laughs> I never noticed that before. I'm watching this on Blu-ray. That would be an amazing decoration for your house. Just a large, burly, Aryan dude hanging by a chain. I know what I'd be celebrating there, but I like the idea of it. Well, I mean, with as many as I've killed, I, I kept... <laughs> I'm all for it. I got news for you. Carl's already dead. Poor Carl. Poor Crunch Bar, dude. Yeah, I'm sad about him. And then he died. And a million movies imitated it. Uh, so unclean now. HIV windows. Snaps his spine in half. <laughs> It was all downhill for John McClane at that point. Willis would have made an amazing Wolverine, I just realized. He would have. You, you want to talk about decadence? Having a shootout in a major corporation's decorative pool.
There's a lot of decadence in this movie. Look how things are just exploding. So you think Bay watched this as a kid? Or like in his college days or whatever? Think something kind of set in there? Uh, I'm sure Bay thinks this movie's terrible. Another terrorist mobile. Terrorism away! So I think the Die Hard franchise should have gone supernatural at some point. He says it hasn't. <laughs> he got me there. But, I mean, I do want to see McClane fighting werewolves. I mean, that'd be incredible. John McClane, like, fucking trying to escape Castle Dracula. That is great enough, Mr. Cowboy. Finally, you did something. <laughs> All right. You took out Theo. How dare you? <laughs> Ironically, Theo then woke back up and got away. So, you know. By the way, no. Just reel back on the joke. You know, you're killing my buzz, man. I'm sorry, it just has to be done. You're killing my Ellis buzz. I just snorted a shit ton of them. Just snorted all of his toes, man. Listen, this movie's gonna be fine. Look how everyone in this movie gets their comeuppance. <laughs> even the front clerk, Dirk, uh, even the front clerk, dude. See, this is where the job's hard. Like now, I can't, I couldn't do it anymore. Like it's fiery. You're running around a lot. It's very intense situations. I don't want this. Job hard. Starring Mike McLean. <laughs> That's a little racist. <laughs> I agree. I love the laughing trope. (laughs) 
Then Holly falls to her death. Finally, I'm rid of the bitch. Like, Jesus, John McClane is not a good guy. We've been fooled. That was the big twist, and he's actually leading the terrorists. This is all a plot to get his kids back. <laughs> this is like a really intense Kramer versus Kramer. Well, Hans, have you ever considered not going in slow motion? I want the Rodex. Well, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. He smoked enough Ellis to survive that. All the uh, blood and making out is kind of turning me on, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think I have to accept some geeky things about myself. Yeah, I'm not really surprised, to be honest. And think of all the workers that have to clean that up. It's too much. It's just too goddamn much. And that cuts into the city budget, I mean... And they're not going to rebuild Nakatomi Plaza. It's not after this. Not if they that's, discover all the Godzilla files in there. That puts a lot of people out of jobs. I mean, really, this just ended horribly for everybody. No good. This is not a good ending. No good came out of any of this. <sighs> well, thank God he got all rid of all the terrorists, so. Like, none of them are going to come back. Not even for a second. I love the hero shot of Reginald Bell Johnson. Who has really done nothing throughout the course of this film. Look, he was there. I like how confused she is. Like, why is my husband hugging this large black man? <laughs> What's so funny about it? This is why I left you, John. <laughs> nah, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out for anybody. Whoa, I did not see that coming. <laughs> what do you have to say about Sergeant Al Powell now, Mike? Little does he know that that large Aryan man was actually just an exosuit, and inside was a ten-year-old boy. <laughs> God damn it, Powell! <laughs> Stop killing children. This is why you deserve little Eddie. 
Now go raise Theo. He's downstairs. Adopt him. His, oh, dad, did, his dad didn't work out. By the way, Mike, you can make the joke now. I just kind of did. Like, I referenced it enough without actually saying it. Like, I was hoping you had this whole big thing planned that you were building up. and No, it's, just... it's been denied now. It's going to be a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man falls on him. <laughs> like, the hell, he just comes out and he's just friends with all these weird black guys. Like, really closely knitted with them. And I don't care if that is vaguely racist. It's still funny. So, Argyle will probably watch them in the back seat. Well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, the serious thing is Argyle. Where is the bear? Holy. Uh, you're right. Where is the bear? It was mysteriously wet. He had to throw it out. R.I.P., Carl. Big Johnson. Little Johnson. <laughs> Hasselgorf. We just watched Die Hard, MB. Can we watch it again? I mean, sure, if you want. I'm not against it. All right. Let's well, not record it this time. I mean, that's... No, that 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 that'd be that'd be just too much. That's that's yeah. that's silly. Everybody's tired of hearing about us. You know, talk about. Whatever the fuck we've talked about throughout this commentary. Yeah. The apocalypse at one point, some other stuff. Um, Ellis. A lot of Ellis. Yeah, a lot of Ellis. But uh, this has been Pulp Commentary for Die Hard. Happy holidays, folks. Happy holidays. Uh, and, you know, Yuletides and shit. I don't know, whatever they say around this time of 40 year. 40 stories of sheer merriment. Yes. And I've been Mike. I've been Envy. yippee ki motherfuckers. Ha ha ha!